everybody. Welcome to BAMcast Extra, episode 92. 92 episodes. Uh, we are deep in Baywatch time. <laughs> so deep. It's, it's high tide for Baywatch. Uh, whatever. I'm Chuck. And I'm Carlo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've uh, we've started a theme of just watching Michael Bay movies. Because mm-hmm. why not? Because they're good. pretty much all right up our alleys. So. Are they? Sure. Yeah. They're Well, you know, in theory, uh-huh. some are better than others. Some... Like two yeah. are better than others. Well, let's talk about one that's clearly better than Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. Uh, the fans decided to give us a break and mm-hmm. uh, let us watch 1996's The Rock. Yeah. Can't stop The Rock. Right. Not featuring The Rock. No. Uh, as we were talking about pre-show. Good luck finding this movie like, when you search for it. Like the <laughs> the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yes. Rock. The Dwayne Johnson Rock. <laughs> I think that's his official screen name of <laughs> The Dwayne Johnson Rock. Uh-huh. Dwayne Johnson Rock. Dwayne Johnson Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I talk well. <laughs> uh, you, you've seen The Rock. Everyone's seen The Rock. Uh-huh. Yeah, come on. It's The Rock. Um, let, let's talk about cast members of The Rock, because there are a plenty. Mm-hmm. This movie is loaded with people who act <laughs> and have been acting uh, in, in other things. We should call them actors. Okay. that's a Hey, that's catchy. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Uh, star of this film is Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Of meteor fame, yeah, that's his most famous role. <laughs> well known for meteor. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, that was a big rock. It was, yes, <laughs> that was not, typecast that was, Sean was, Connery. That was the space rock. <laughs> right. Whenever there is some sort of physical or metaphorical rock, mm-hmm. <laughs> get Sean Connery on the phone. So very true. Uh, Nicholas Cage, of course, uh, one of one of the breakout roles for Nicholas Cage, I, I think. Um, like people liked Nicolas Cage up until this point, but this is kind of man. Nicolas Cage is weird and unhinged and odd. Okay. Um. So I, I like pre The Rock Nicolas Cage better than post The Rock Nicolas Cage. Okay. Um. He's been in four Bamcast movies. This is his fifth appearance. So he was in Stolen, mm-hmm. The Family Man, Firebirds, and Episode One, The Wicker Man. Yeah. Was Family Man one of those our Christmas movies? Yeah. We we snuck that in there. Yeah, huh. okay. Because it's a Christmas movie. Sure. Not to be confused with The Weatherman, which right. we have not watched. Ah, and I have never seen. Okay. So, uh, John Spencer, uh, everyone knows him for The West Wing. He was an extra in Meteor, so that counts. Sure. <laughs> He's in. Yeah. Uh, William Forsythe, who I figured was going to have like eight Bamcast movies, because that motherfucker is in every cheap action thing ever. Only three, Stone Cold, Out for Justice, and Dick Tracy. Hmm. So, Michael Bean from Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yes, his most famous role. <laughs> and also Navy Seals. Ooh, Navy Seals. Uh, in a stretch, he is playing a Navy Seal in The Rock. What? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, you got John C. McGinley from Shakedown and Surviving the Game. Mm-hmm. Tony Todd, who is tied with Nicolas Cage for the most uh, illustrious Bamcast alum in this film, uh, Transformers 2, which was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eden Formula, which, man, I don't remember jack shit about the Eden Formula, except that was the movie where, like, dinosaurs were pretending to be businessmen or something. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that movie. Uh, Beastmaster 3 mm-hmm. and Excessive Force. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Claire Forlani, who we've talked about on the show before. She was in uh, Beer for My Horses and In the Name of the King. Her most famous roles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are welcoming Ed Harris and David Morse to the show. There are two more. Of the myriad of dudes in this film. Mm-hmm. This is just dudes. Dudes the movie. It is dudes the movie. Yeah. So uh, the plot, right from IMDb, 
uh, a mild-mannered chemist and an ex-con must lead the counter-strike when a rogue group of military men, led by a renegade general, threaten to threaten a nerve gas attack from Alcatraz against San Francisco. Hmm. Which, that is probably one of the most accurate IMDb sentences that doesn't, you know, go off on some weird tangent. Yeah. But, uh, or, yeah. Or make up some facts that aren't actually in the movie. True, yes. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look... The thing about The Rock is that every movie since The Rock has tried to swipe stuff from The Rock. Like, it just seems like, whereas Die Hard had a thing where lots of movies tried to do the Die Hard thing, The Rock feels like a shift in that, okay, now let's do this. Okay. I just, like, I mean, just going back to, like, Demolition University, like, that opening scene where they get the thing out of the vault and it drops and the guy's like, you know, that's the rock. I mean, that's straight out of this movie. Wasn't that before this? No, no, no. That was a year after. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I don't know why. I guess I was just thinking back to when Corey Haim was actually a a kid. No. Yeah. Mm. Not pretending to be a kid. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, I just, I just feel like this became the blueprint, like the, the diehard blueprint, ran its course and then the rock came along and people were like, let's do that. Um, so I, I glanced at some, I was on voodoo or something and they, they provide you like the, the best and the worst tomato meter things. And just reading some of the, like this movie sucks comments were slightly infuriating. Cause they were like, this is just cuts every two seconds and nothing is in focus. It's just, and I'm like, this is one of the calmest Michael Bay movies I've ever seen. Like, entire lines of dialogue get to be spoken in one shot. I mean, the action scenes are frantic, but like, it's not insane music video chaos. I mean, it's, it's a calm Michael Bay movie. I mean, it's one of his first. Yeah, I suppose. I, I I don't know. I don't love (laughs) the rock. I'm just going to get that out there. I don't, I never have. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like this would be a better movie if someone else directed it. That's my main complaint. See, I, I've always liked, man, that, no, this seems like right where Michael Bay was supposed to be. Like, the the thing that infuriates me is that Michael Bay didn't, wasn't consistently this. Mm. Like, like Bad Boys was kind of, and we'll get to Bad Boys at some point, but that was kind of a, a prototype, but it had a lot of just, like, awkward comedy bits to it that got in the way, I think. I think, like, The Rock is like, oh, okay, yes that's what he needs to do. And then it was like, he's kind of doing that, but it's like, it's like he has a weird sense of humor that no one else on the planet shares. And so he likes to load his movies with those moments and they don't work for yeah. me anyway. I, I, don't I, know. I mean, his movies make money. What the hell am I yeah, saying? I mean, but... to me, the bad boys thing works. Okay. Like the, the humor in that works to me. Okay. Nine, nine times out of 10. It's just, this feels like it's trying to do that and it's not ever funny or gel. Like, I just, this is one of those movies where I can't not see Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. Like, they don't even remotely pretend to be a thing. Like, I don't buy that they're the characters at all. Like, not even at all. It's just like, here, just stand here and do your thing. And we will occasionally refer to you by a character name. Right. And Nicolas Cage does a lot of Elvising in this, which is how you just figure Nicolas Cage is in everyday life. Yeah. Sean Connery is Sean Connery. I mean, he's not he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I just this 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 movie is like never hundred percent clicked with me and I can't 
it's one of those I also like I don't dislike it. It's mm-hmm. just one of those things that's like uh, I could take or leave it. Like by the time I mean, and I also think it's too long. Like it's one of these like this is a movie that should have been 90 minutes. Like absolutely should have been 90 minutes. I feel like there's too much dicking around with stuff. I I did realize that uh it seemed like it was about an hour and 20 minutes in and I was like they're not even at Alcatraz yet. Yeah. Like that's the bulk of this movie and they're just fucking around in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, not that it's not one of the better action pieces in this movie, but like the whole escape from the hotel, yeah. like a car chase thing. Yeah. It's just like, just cut that the fuck out of this movie. No, I, I I mean, on one hand, all the San Francisco stuff just feels like you should be yelling at the screen. You don't have time for this. Right. There, there's a lot of like, there's a ticking clock, but they don't make you feel like there's a ticking clock. Not at all. And so it's kind of up to you to go, I don't think you guys have time to fuck around like this. Just put him in a thing and make him do what you need him to do. Like, so, so yes, by, but it is, I mean, it's another two hour and 20 minute Michael Bay thing. Right. There are times where it feels, cause for me, this movie is like a set of bullet points. Like I remember, okay, this is coming and this is coming and then being like an hour and a half in and going and realizing, oh, they haven't done any of that yet. Like on one hand it's exhausting but on the other hand it's like well at least a lot of stuff happens you know i mean they're they're not really they're giving you just enough dialogue for things to matter but it's like there's just so much stuff i don't know right they go back to like the pentagon one too many times it's like who gives a shit just that's never going to work whatever you guys are thinking of your plan is not going to work so why are we even bothering with this um i i think what it is for me is it this I know it's a Michael Bay movie and there's a lot of Michael Bay things in it. This feels like I, I know you, you think this set like some sort of blueprint, but I feel like this is just following in the footsteps of the American John Woo movies like yeah. this. This just feels and looks like Broken Arrow and Face Off to it, me. It was giving me a Broken Arrow vibe, but it's 100 percent better than than Broken Arrow. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. I don't like I don't like Broken Arrow. I love Face Off. Yeah. I mean, but. Broken Arrow, I, I never really cared for. And that's mostly Travolta. Um, but I don't know. It's just I feel like those set some sort of template. And this was like, yeah, do this. Because like, to me, Con Air just has... I mean, I know there's a lot of Nicolas Cage continuation that makes you think they're all the same. But there's just there's a look and a feel to, to Broken Arrow face off this and, and Con Air. It's yeah. just like, they're all fast. They're 90s as fuck. And, they are definitely that. And... and, and, and most of the lines feel like they're being delivered. And and I think that's what feels weird about this is, you know, here's one. This is directed by an American and, and everything still feels like it's being delivered by someone who was who wrote a line like in another language. Yeah. You know, like, is that really like nobody talks like that? Yeah. Well, so here's the weird thing. So you've got three credited screenwriters on this, mm-hmm. but also Tarantino took a pass at it. Aaron Sorkin took a pass at it. So it's like. These are all the, just the weirdest styles of and, and like all of the from from what I read, the the uh, the Nicholas character, Nicholas character, the Nicholas Cage character uh, doesn't swear throughout the film on purpose. And that's Nicholas Cage improvising. OK, like him shouting what in the name of Zeus's butthole was entirely Nicholas Cage. And he like fought to make sure Michael Bay kept that in the movie. So it's just a weird mix of you've got. Nicholas Cage being crazy. Also, Sean Connery brought in two people to write his dialogue. So you've got these other two people who were writing. Di- so there is no consistency to it because 
you've got so many distinct voices all offering. So you probably got a line from Tarantino over here right. and a monologue from Aaron Sorkin over here and, you know, Nicolas Cage being weird. So, yeah, it, it doesn't have a consistency. That being said, though, I, I more often than not, when there is a significant line of dialogue in this movie, it is very enjoyable. There are odd there are odd moments when henchmen will say something that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. There, there's one guy who just decides to taunt Sean Connery towards the end. Like, did I ever tell you my dad was Irish or something? And it's just like, no, what does that have to do with anything? And you expect Sean Connery to murder that man and go, I'm actually Scottish. Shut the fuck up. And he doesn't. He just looks right. at him like you're dead now. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yes, it's an odd inconsistency with the dialogue. It, it It's like a too many cooks kind of thing of just yeah. everyone take a pass at this, but there's just so much going on in there this. Is. I mean, it's a, it's a busy ass movie. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by what people think is underneath Alcatraz, where it's like a, a Temple of Doom adventure going on under there. Like, was there a secret mining operation or some? Like, what the hell was happening? <laughs> it's not like they're just going through the laundry room or anything. There's just mine carts everywhere, and yeah, it's weird. It is weird. It's it's so strange, but I I just. <sighs> I, I I really enjoy every second of the rock. Okay. There's there's just I I can't I even went into it this time with a critical eye. Like okay, Michael Bay, let's fucking deconstruct your dumb bullshit. And I was just like, no, I just I just love the rock. I, it's it's fine. I'm not I'm not knocking it at all. I just I know a lot of I know you in particular. I don't think like Bad Boys as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's my jam. Like that's what I will watch over and over again. Yeah. Like that's the. I know that every sec, every, almost every frame of this is absolutely stupid, but I love it. You know, kind of movie. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's a lot of this that doesn't like physically make sense. Like, how many breakable items does Nicolas Cage have on him? And he is being thrown around like a rag doll for ninety percent of this movie, and then right. they're all perfectly intact by yeah. the end. Yeah, like that. Like, yeah, when he actually gets the VX gas ball in his. <laughs> Jack yeah. and he's just getting the shit kicked out of him. It's like, okay, a second ago you tapped this on a on a on you know the clean room thing and it broke. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, uh, he just yeah. puts this in his front vest pocket and then is fighting a dude forever and then is like, oh yeah, I've still got this thing. Yeah, you shove, shove it in your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah, uh, but like the the Pulp Fiction needle that he has also is just like, there's no way that thing stayed intact this whole movie. Like, what is that built of? Right. So, yeah, it. I don't know. It's. It's real dumb, but it's real good. And I I really like what they do with Ed Harris in this movie, which is they give him an actual code, basically, where it's he's not just evil madman or he's not just doing a heist or he's got a specific purpose and realizes that it didn't work and is just ready to go. Yeah, this didn't work. And then realizes that all the dumb henchmen that he's hired are not going to let him get away with that. And that's what ends up being his downfall. Yeah, I just. I guess I felt like they never remotely explained what his actual beef was other than just like death to the system. Damn the man. It's like, well, yeah, his his beef was basically we've been running black ops doing all the dirty work of the government. And then, as promised, the government said, we will disavow anything that you do under the black ops program. And then he was like, well, that's not fair. And that was his beef. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just it, it's weird because 
it's like I want to buy the, you know, he's just a hero trying to make a statement type of thing. Oh, no, he's a, he's a villain. Don't get me wrong. He's right. a piece of shit. Well, or something, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, it, if you watch the movie, it's like throughout, it's like he doesn't want it. You know, he warns the kids to get off the island. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to kidnap the kids. He doesn't actually want to shoot the hostage when he takes them. Right. He doesn't want the Navy SEALs to get shot. Yep. You know, it's like every he doesn't want violence to actually even happen at all. Yeah. He just wants to make a point. Yeah. Albeit in the wrong way, but like if you're gonna if you're gonna have this like secret hero thing hiding behind, I feel like you've got to give me a really good reason. Like, I mean, I want like his son to have been killed and disavowed or something, right. you know, like not just like and going to his wife's grave. It's like okay, I get it, she's dead, but why? Like, I mean, what? Well, he why? just he just accepted it, and I just feel like it'd be more powerful if like you know the wife was alive and he kisses her, just like you know, okay, bye, I got to go do things, and then it's like then. He's suddenly on the news, and it's like, well, I think I think having an alive wife is what was keeping him from going full terrorist, basically. Okay, I just I, I don't know. Like I said, if if you're gonna have this like secret hero thread through him, like you know, give me a reason why he went crazy in the in the first place. You know, that's all. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm nitpicking dumb things. Just, <laughs> like either don't tell me anything about the villain. Like that's what kind of why I like bad boys. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know shit about the villains. Just like he's evil. Yeah. Like you know he. He murdered Taylor Leone's friend and, you know, she wants revenge or also not to die. You know, it's like, like, that's all you need to know. It's like, he's just, he's just evil. There's no, you know, just give me, if you're going to have a, a, a bad guy with no backstory, don't give me part of a backstory and then like expect me to like buy it. You yeah. know, that's all. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to say this movie features what I think, and this is a dumb category to award a thing to a movie for but it does feature the best thumbs up in a movie (laughs) (laughs) that i've ever seen which it just both him doing it and the reaction to it are just the best where so uh nicholas cage and sean connery are underneath where they're gonna shoot a hostage Mm -hmm. and nicholas cage is freaking out just like no man this can't happen i you know we can't let this happen and and sean connery is just like i'll take care of it and starts wandering away and Nicolas Cage is like, yeah, but what about the hostage? And Sean Connery just turns around, gives him a thumbs up and walks on. And Nicolas Cage is like, OK, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> I think that's just the best everything. Uh, yet Sean Connery's plan was just to walk upstairs and go, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Why he couldn't say that to Nicolas Cage, I don't know. But just to turn around and give him a thumbs up. <laughs> Nicolas Cage reacts appropriately. Um, so when I was watching this last night, it seemed it. Okay. So I read things that made this different because it sounded like Sean Connery wanted to take this role to work with Nicolas Cage, which is insane, Mm -hmm. but it sure seemed like Sean Connery's reactions to Nicolas Cage throughout the entire film were, were like a hundred percent in the moment of just like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Like he's looking at him when, when Nicolas Cage is doing his weird Elvis thing and it's just like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like, if you had been in a Bond movie, I would have straight up murdered you on set and, and no one would have ever heard from you again. But yeah, apparently Sean Connery was totally into it. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think that whole, whole hotel deviation that is at the start of this is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good stuff in it. Like in another yeah. movie, it's great. But um and God, I just John Spencer's name being Womack in this and just being the ire of Sean Connery. So he's always saying Womack, you know, it's just that's the best name to be pissed at for some reason. It's just real like, yeah, obviously, some dude named Womack is going to be a piece of shit. Just like, <laughs> fuck you. 
Like when he breaks the two-way mirror and just sticks his face in there, just Womack. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, let's do this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like The Rock. Yeah. It's super duper. I just, I think of how much more fun it would have been if they cut out the hotel thing altogether and it had been scraggly prison Sean Connery running throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like how much cooler that would have been. When you do first see him, it's it's like, oh man, he's going to look fucking badass in this. And then they just, you know, they slap that toupee on his head and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's Sean Connery. I know. <laughs> He's got his Marco Ramius hair. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I don't know what else to say about The Rock except that I love The Rock. So. And I'm mildly indifferent to the rock okay I, I just like i said it's like there are parts that i really like i just think it's too long and it's 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 too busy like it you know i i think maybe because so much of it is slowed down michael bay when it goes crazy it's like oh god damn it just stop cutting every like <laughs> half of a second you know like yeah it's just because there are shots where it's like oh there's the long you know shot that actually gets a whole thing of dialogue in, and then the action scenes it's like god damn it mm-hmm. and plus like you know stuntmen that don't like anything like the people they're they're stunting for yeah you know like yeah. there's just that throughout this movie and it's like it's it's shot far too crisply for you to fuck up that badly with stunt doubles right you know, yeah yeah i was noticing a lot of that's not sean connery right <laughs> uh and then nicholas cage is when he's getting thrown around everywhere it's like that dude just has like long straight black hair and it's like that's doesn't look like nicholas cage's hair at all yeah well, to be fair, it's hard to duplicate because that's <laughs> Nicholas Cage hairs. Yeah. Who the hell knows what's going on up there? Yeah. Uh, there's that shot at the beginning when they are robbing the the military depot where this dude, this <laughs> this the fact that this dude was not a major henchman in the movie is weird. But like the the bald camo dude who just slides up a, a post like <laughs> dual wielding guns like and it has like the accompanying whoosh when his head comes up into frame. I was like, oh man, this is going to be real dumb. But then that guy really didn't have much to do. Um, I think he might be the one who Batman's down in front of Nicolas Cage at one point and mm-hmm. says, hi, sweetie, or something, which is just like, why did you say that? That's a dumb henchman line. Right. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't know what else to say here. I, I like The Rock a lot. Well, what are your standout scenes? I mean, I know we mentioned a few, but... Well, the thumbs up, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking fantastic. Um, I, I mean, it's... There's just so much to it. I mean, as as much as I think the car chase is out of place, I really like the the car chase. The the fact that, you know, they launch this cable car up into the stratosphere and it comes back down and then f- keeps fucking everything up as it's coming down a hill. I mean, look, car chases in San Francisco San Francisco are awesome. Mm-hmm. They just are. And the the way they're hitting these hill these hills at speed, like I don't know how people weren't dying left and right. It's just like how these cars weren't just like freedom you know just like we're, we're gone um i think the car chase is real great um I, there's like nine other action set pieces that are all good it's just that they're in locations that don't make sense just in mine cars and yeah just temple of doom style bullshit like how many times will Nicolas Cage and, and Sean Connery fall through a floor and land on a thing that's on a wheel and then they kick it and it goes and it's like how what you know but then like in that one they just set john c mckinley on fire and he's fighting sean connor yeah i mean there's just there's just so much going on in this it's it's hard to really just pick out a thing and go that yeah so i mean i always remember the the 
prom queen speech. Oh, yeah. You know, everyone, I think, remembers that. But no bash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whenever someone just says "do your best," that just like go <laughs> You know, as absolutely one hundred percent stupid as it is, him telling Tony Todd you're the Rocket Man and just firing him through that window, and then they just keep tracking Tony Todd as he's like f- flying into the bay. It's real good. It's dumb. It it shouldn't work because Nicolas Cage is wasting so much time setting up his dumb one liner. <laughs> so much time. Hey, you like Elton John? <laughs> no, I don't like that soft shit. <laughs> well, that's funny, because uh, just wait there. Hang you on. You know the song, Rocket Man? <laughs> that's it. You're the Rocket Man. <laughs> Click, beep. What? I think the fact that everyone just lets his wife stay there is real stupid, or his girlfriend, it's, it's just, I don't know. The The fact that she's even there is real dumb. But it, it also speaks to, like, what the fuck was going on in the mid-90s to where he was like, I got to go to an emergency in San Francisco. She's like, no, hell no, I'm coming too. It's like, let him do his fucking FBI job. Like, what is wrong with you? Do you know what he does? <laughs> like, Yeah. And I do love, like, generic president's speech at the end where we're at war with terror. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> You don't know how good you had it in 1996. There's fucking nothing going on. <laughs> Declaring war on terror. Fuck you. <laughs> Airstrike approved. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to just napalm. Oh, no, they're going to thermite. Thermite. Yeah. Alcatraz. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. Napalm wouldn't burn hot enough. That's VX gas. Yeah. It's designed to burn or hotter than napalm can actually right. go. Something, something. Yeah. We wish we could unevent it. It's bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. There's like there's like twelve standout scenes in this. They're all real dumb, but they're real good. So, but that thumbs up is real real special. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever meet Michael Bay, that's gonna be the thing. He's like, man, that Sean Connery thumbs up is one of the best things you've ever done. <laughs> so he'll be thrilled to hear that. <sighs> Anything. From your, um, from your standpoint, I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, a lot of this movie runs together in my head. I just, I remember a couple of the dumb speeches, and I definitely remember the Zeus's butthole thing. <laughs> and there wasn't that referenced in something else. Like somebody said, I think so. Said Zeus's butthole. Like, are you quoting The Rock or something? Maybe. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, it, it's so weird that we've we've hit such a. Like reference to reference to reference to yeah. reference, I don't can't even keep track of it, yeah. this life anymore. Anyway, I guess we have to mention the music because it's it's uh, I don't know it's Hans Zimmer yeah. and someone else. Um, it's weird to me. I like the music in the rock, but it it's very similar to the music in Crimson Tide, which yeah. I like a hell of a lot better. And so I kept my brain kept wanting the music to go there, and it never does. Yeah. But you know, it it's good for. Nicholas Cage running in slow motion with green flares trying to ward off <laughs> fighter jets. I mean, whatever. That shot of him being flung off the island is pretty good, too. And everything. <laughs> it explodes. Um, I, I I do think it's funny that, like, ever since it came out, like, every every dramatic moment in an action movie has to have that, like, moment from Platoon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's do, like, yes. let's do that shot <laughs> <Right>. again. <laughs> Hey, people love that shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the poster. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I guess I guess we rate it. I suppose so. Yeah. You know what my rating is. I do not. It's, it's a five jocks movie. Is it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. It's a five star movie. I fucking love The Rock. Okay. I like I said, I have some some nitpicks and some qualms, but whatever. The Rock is fun. I I love it. That's all I got. All right. Um I'm wavering between a two and a three jocks. I okay. mean it's just it's a it's fine. It's good. It's pretty good to watch. It's fine. The Rock's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't love it. It's, okay. Uh, I'll give it three. Okay. It's, it's pretty well made. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty goofy action movie. For being early on in the career of a music video director, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. You figure, like, he's still making movies and they are not as good. Yeah. I mean, you know, last week I gave a movie five bags that he directed because that movie is a piece of shit sure is <laughs> so yeah i got nothing else it's, just, I, it's fine yeah I, I don't know i just like i said the rock is just one of those like i remember seeing it it was like that was all right i don't feel the need to ever watch it again it's that kind of action movie to me okay it's like this is fine well i think it's a cultural milestone yeah that's what i and think. i you know i mean you know me, I, I even though he's i have a strange love-hate relationship with Nicolas Cage because he's in my favorite movie of all time, but he's one of my least favorite actors. So <laughs> I don't know how that works, but it does. Uh-huh. So. I, I think he just makes this movie better. I, I think just weird, unhinged Nicolas Cage makes any movie better. Mm. That's my opinion. Okay. If he'd been in a Transformers movie, I would have something positive to say about Transformers. Hmm. He was just yelling at Optimus Prime, hey, what in the name of Zeus's butthole are you doing? I mean, that would just be the best one. Only if Optimus then asked, like, repeats the question to him in Optimus voice. (laughs) Then then I would be approving. Okay. Zeus's butthole. What if Nicolas Cage was one of the Transformers? Uh, Less interested. No? You want actual physical Nicolas Cage? I mean, what's the point? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Because then he would just be like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) He would be one of the tribal tattoo ones. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. That's The Rock, mm-hmm. uh, as voted on by you, the the listener. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I didn't have No, you didn't know. Um, so, uh, as far as the poll goes going forward, look, we're in Michael Bay watch territory. We're just going to keep doing this. However, you get to choose which Michael Bay movie we do next. Yeah, so. I mean, we will make sure that we load the ballot so that we can't... We're not going to do sequels before we do the right. predecessor. Yes. So, we can't jump to Transformers 5. No. Why would you? Why would anyone? Who would do that? Uh, That's dumb. And as good as Bad Boys 2 is, we have to watch the first one first. Correct. Yeah, we're going to do this right. We're just not doing it chronologically. Right. But we will do that with the sequels, so don't worry about that. So yeah, we might load up Transformers 3 and Bad Boys 1 in the next poll, just yeah. to, but then we still have the island and Pearl Harbor and Pain and Gain and yeah. the Benghazi movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the Benghazi movie. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. we got to learn what was happening. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. we do, don't I mean, we? Because we don't have any emails to really tell no, us. No, so they we, all got deleted. We got to... They got acid watch. We got to watch, uh, you know... The Jim, Michael Bay. We got to watch Jim Halpert save <laughs> Hillary Clinton in Benghazi. Because I think that's what happened. I don't know much about That's history. the tagline, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. It's a noisy place. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, thank you guys for uh, for voting for us to continue doing this. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash bmfcast. You already know this if you're giving us a dollar because you're in. Uh, if you're listening to this way down the line on the feed, hey, get in. 
get in now. Now's the, there's never been a better time to jump in mm-hmm. and and donate a buck or more. And uh, you get to vote. You get these things ah, two months early now at this point. It's, yeah. you know. It's quite literally the future is now. Yes. If, you know, because otherwise, if you don't give us a dollar, then it's in the past. Yeah, you're listening to us in the past. Yeah. Like, when you could be listening it to in the future. Right. At present. At present. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we appreciate you listening, donating, whatever it is you're doing. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and so that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week with another Michael Bay film. Yeah. Movie. Experience. <laughs> Thing. Yeah. So until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. Out.